Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to help you get unhooked from the unhelpful thoughts you choose to keep yourself from having the life you want. I'm your host, Master Certified Success Coach, Belinda Smith. Ready? Let's go. Hi. Hi, 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 beautifuls. How's it going? Welcome to episode 50 stinking two, 52. It's a year. Now we may have been together like a little longer than a year because I know we had to miss a few weeks, but let me tell you what, we have officially been together for a year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if I may be frank, I'm very, very happy with myself too. (laughs) Happy anniversary. I've been doing a lot of talking for this past year. So I feel uh, I'm as an Enneagram two, I believe. And yes, I'm trying to recover. Um, I do better when I'm supporting other people. If you ever really have a normal conversation with me, I probably won't say too much because I'm asking about you and I'm very interested in people to this (laughs) talk about being a a weird switch. Me talking. So yeah, basically what's going to happen is we're going to finish up season one today day and then we'll be coming back in a few weeks with the beginning of season two. We are going from it being from us being called Money BS and we're going to be called It's All BS. It's All BS, a success podcast. Listen here. I've been hearing there's this program around and there's some people around going, no BS. I'll always be committed to no BS. And I'm like, y'all just need to hold the chains here because I am BS and I'm the only BS you'll ever need. Okay. Did I say hold the chains? What does that even mean? Hold the phone, isn't it? You know what? Whatever. Hold the chains, the phones, the peaches, the corn on the cob, just all of it. Whatever needs holding, just hold it, hold it. And, but yeah, I am the only BS you need ever. And we're coming back with the podcast being called it's all BS because we tell ourselves a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't have to be true. We do a lot of things that we don't necessarily have to, and we doubt a lot of times when we don't need to doubt. So we come back to that today. I already tried to record this once and I cried and I'm like, I'm not crying on the podcast. So I'm going (laughs) to, well, I may, but it won't be like the last one. I want to talk about having someone on your team, absolutely unapologetically on your team, what that is like, and then encourage you to be absolutely unapologetically on someone else's team too. the, um, the benefits of having that and, uh, just having someone believe in you that hard. Uh, for me today, I'm going to talk about a specific thing that happened with my mom. Now my mom, um, she passed away August, I mean, I'm sorry, October 17th of 2019. And things have just been a little tender lately. You know, we're like, what, two and a half, almost three years out. It's just interesting how, how present those things feel. If, you've, if you're not in this club, I hope you never have to be in it. If you are, I know you understand what I'm saying. But and I'm not going to go all the way into it because I talked about this on an earlier episode when I talked about uh, walking through New York and sort of reclaiming my body and being okay with, with how she was made. But there's this one particular thing that stands out when I think about having an ally, having someone so on my side that <clears throat> it's just 
unbelievable. Here's so when I was little, you know, just the overview in case you didn't hear the whole thing. I was born. I, I ca- caught a virus while I was still inside the womb. Uh, when I was born, it looked like I had what mom said was cigarette burns all over my body. One of those uh, places was particularly deep on the back of my left leg, and it left uh, the nervous system damaged in my left foot, my lower left leg. It's just a thing. I do identify as a disabled person, and I have no problem with the word disability. So however y'all want to call it, I don't think disability is a bad word. I don't think disabled is a bad word. So there, that's what I have to say on that matter. Okay, back to the topic. So when I was a kid, technology was not such that braces that you wore on your leg were, I think like now I see these, um, I don't know, they're like plastic-ish braces and it seems like there's Velcro that goes around them. I don't know exactly what that's called. I've seen a few kids in them and I'm just so happy for them that, 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 um, medicine and science has evolved from what I had to have. So I wore this little brace with metal bars up the side and they were hooked onto these little leather shoes. And let me tell you what, I, I, I have the first brace that they made. Um, we don't have visuals here, but <laughs> it is the cutest little thing. I'm sorry. They're like saddle shoes, except they're um, red, white, and blue. Oh, y'all is so precious. Um, and then I had the brace. Well, before we were going in to get fitted for the brace, we knew nothing. I mean, there was no internet, there was no, um, meetup groups. There were no support groups for moms. There was, there was nothing. Mom was out in Illinois. My dad was off working all the time, uh, trying to get his, um, journeyman electrician, certification maybe. Um, anyway, he was doing that. Our mom and dad's parents were in West Virginia, which is where we ended up moving back to. But I was born there in Morris, Illinois, or Joliet, Illinois, and we lived in Morris and mom had nobody. And she was what early twenties, scared to death. There's no Google. There's, <laughs> there's just nothing. So she's completely at the mercy of the medical professionals who were helping her then. When it came time for me to get fitted for the brace, all she knew of braces were, so they used to have these braces that went all, so they were attached to a shoe and the metal went all the way up your leg. And then that metal, and I'm not hundred percent sure how it works toward the top, but that metal attaches to like a, like to a leather belt that sort of, that you wrapped around your waist. So that was what mom thought I was going to be fitted for this all the way up, all the way around my brace. I mean, all the way around my waist. And she was most afraid of how that was going to impact my life. She was already afraid that I was going to be impacted, but she was so afraid of this whole, you know, waist down brace. And she started praying the night before she began to pray and just, she got down this way. She tells it, she got down on her knees and she, Oh crap. Okay. We're going to do it. She she prayed. She's like, if God is, if there's any possible way that there can be a brace, y'all. Okay. Hold on. Grab your tissues. Um, if there's any possible way that there can be a brace that only goes up to her knee, could you please let that happen instead of giving her the whole brace? She doesn't have really problems up past her knee. So God, if there's any possible way, can you just let her have that one? 
Okay, I am not recording this again, so y'all just gonna have to hold. So, okay. Okay, cleansing breath, deep cleansing breath. Breathe in Jesus, breathe out love, breathe in Jesus, breathe out love. Okay. Um, so the next day we get to the doctor and, or to the fitting and he was like, you know what? Why don't we just do a brace up to her knee and not up her to her whole waist? Like she doesn't need a whole brace. You know what? Let me tell you what. Did mom and her prayer have anything to do with that? I don't know. I choose to believe. Yeah. I mean, it could happen either way, but as far as I know, hold on. <laughs> I should go back and edit these silences and I'm probably not going to because this is real. Having someone, hey, gosh, I'm going to get a drink of water. Hold on. Mm. Well, it's kind of cool because I have um, water flavoring in there. So having someone relentlessly on my team and apologetically on my team affected the entire rest of my life. I was too little to even know what was happening at that point. And yet there was someone on my team interceding on my behalf who was helping decisions be made for the entire rest of my life. And here I sit today as someone who is in a position to encourage you. I want to be someone that you think of as being unapologetically on your team and so in your corner. So I want to give that as an example of what it was like in my life to have someone on my team, no matter what. I mean, I wanted to be a major rat when I was little. I've got to find this picture. Um, I had this little, oh, I was <laughs> so terrible. I think, I don't know. It was probably super cute. I had baton. I had my little white dress. It had those, I don't know. They're like these things that hang like braid things that hang and all the other little girls wore white boots with big red tassels on them well i couldn't wear a white boot on one of my legs so what did mom do she took one of my dad's socks and covered my little brace with it and sewed the tassel on so i <laughs> i had my white boot on my right foot and my left thing <laughs> dad's look sock covering my left foot and um showing the the tassel so I could walk in the parade. I'm not even going to talk about whether or not I could keep up with everybody, but you know, we're all these teeny little girls, you know, doing our little baton thing. Nobody cared. Um, those are the kinds of things that happen when you are unapologetically on someone else's team too. You see the things they want to be and you figure out how to help them make it possible. It's as important to have someone on your team like that as it is for you to be on someone's team like that. Today, I'm going to invite you to look around and notice who has your back no matter what. Who is that person or those people who are going to be cheering you on, interceding for you, making sure that everything that is good that they want for you is is as possible as they can possibly make it possible. There's three possibles in that sentence. I'm also encouraging you to send them a note or tell them thank you. Tell them thank you. If you are on someone's team like that, if you are the, the cheerleader for the, that person or you're the person who has, has them, I want you to, or I want to challenge you to be grateful 
to just take a minute and be grateful that you were put in a position on this planet to be with that person and that you get to do that for someone because everyone doesn't have that. Everyone doesn't have someone on their team and everyone doesn't get to be on someone else's team. Now, with those two things being said, I want to thank you. Thank you for hanging with me. Thank you for being on my team, this podcast. I uh, sit here in my office on GarageBand on my laptop with a microphone and I talk into the outside. I'm looking out my window right now. So it's, I'm doing this, you know, sort of by myself. I'm looking outside and I'm hoping you're there. (laughs) Whenever you're there, it's going to be the exact right time for you to be there. So I trust that, but thank you. Thank you for hanging with me for all these episodes. Thank you for uh, being on my side. And I just want you to know that it does not, it is not lost on me that you give me any of your time. I'm very grateful. All right. Love your team members. I will see you in season two until then. Thanks for being awesome. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings, and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.